welcome to another episode of Big Blonde and Beautiful, the podcast. I'm extra excited today because we have our first guest, my friend Jerry Strain. Hello. Hi. Before we get into the movie, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, as you know, my name's Jerry Strain. Uh, I'm an active member of community theater around the Danville, Illinois, Urbana type area. Um, I've been doing it for 11 years this summer. We'll be 11 years. And uh, I do lots of stuff behind the scenes, costumes, props. Um, and I'm also on stage a bunch. So. All the things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the things. Pretty much wherever I'm needed. I'm you there. also played Edna twice. Yes. Which is why I have I you on. played Edna twice. Yeah. For sure. By the way, we're talking about Hairspray. I didn't mention that Hairspray. in the intro. Yes. Um, the 2007 movie. More specifically, but we'll probably talk about Broadway and stuff a little bit, too. Okay. But yeah, you played in a twice. What was that like? Um, it was pretty different both times. I think I understood Edna differently each time. Um, I was pretty significantly younger the first time I did it, because it was a teen show. The second one was also a teen show, but I was 19, 18. Like at the very end of teens. Yeah, I was like towards the very end. So I think I understood the uh, adult aspect more uh, than I did the first time. But it was it was fun both times and um, just like, yeah, perfect. I How mean, old were you the first time? It was in, it was around the time we did Footloose was the show that overlapped. So I was like... Oh, yeah, I remember, because you were... Who were you in Footloose? I was Cowboy Bob. Yeah, <laughs> and you just show up to Tech I Week. I showed up to Tech Week, yeah. There was, uh, I don't... I would probably... I want to say, like, 15 or 16. Okay, yeah. Maybe. I think probably. that's right. I'm trying to remember how old I was. I think I was 16 or 17. True. So I think that's right. Um. All right. So I'm going to give a little synopsis about the movie. So uh, today's episode is based on Hairspray, the movie musical from 2007, a film adapted from the 2002 Broadway musical of the same name, and there was a 1988 movie starring Ricky Lake. Uh, music was written by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. Uh, Hairspray follows plucky teen Tracy Turnblad as she chases big star dreams while fighting for racial equality amid the turbulent civil landscape of 1960s Baltimore. This uh, movie features a cast of recognizable faces like James Marsden, Michelle Pfeiffer, Queen Latifah, Christopher Walken, Zac Efron, Amanda Bynes, and of course John Travolta in drag as Edna Turnblad. And the film also familiarized the world with a newer talent, including Elijah Kelly, Brittany Snow, who I don't think was that new, but that's what it said, and Nikki Blonsky in the lead role of Tracy, which isn't it like a common thing to cast someone new as Tracy. I think so. I think it's pretty common that that happens. I know they did that for the live. Yeah, I think they did it for the live and like, even the uh, new Tracy that's on tour with Oh, I've seen her TikToks. I think she's leaving the tour. She is. Sad. Sad. I don't remember her name. I wish I remembered her Uh, name. Nikki Metcalf. Nikki Blonsky. Nikki Nikki. There you go. But, yeah. All right. So our first um, topic on the agenda is what do you think of the movie as a whole? Um, I I think it's a good adaptation of Hairspray, specifically the musical version of Hairspray. 
I think it's pretty true to that. I think it's, you know, well cast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good movie, and even though John Travolta as Edna, he's great in the role. Um, but the fact that he's not a bigger person is a little like yeah a little ish off to me mm-hmm. um but i think i mean i think it's a great movie every time i watch it i love it so he, and i enjoy it was he super skinny back then i know that he was skinny when he did grease i feel like he's gained weight as he's gotten older he's gained weight but even back then i remember the fat suit they put him in was pretty big yeah like he was he was pretty skinny still i think mm-hmm. I also love the movie. Um, I think overall it's positive when I think about it. I mean, um, I feel like the most controversial thing is probably the, like, civil rights aspect and the fact that it focuses on, like, a white girl. Yes, yeah. The white like, savior thing yeah. is totally... Even, even since the original movie has totally been, like, the problem with that show. Have you? Before. I've never seen the original movie. I have seen the original movie. I see. I guess um, actually, I've seen part of it, and I think I was with Isabel, and she was like, "Turn that off. That's so bad." Oh my gosh, <laughs> I was true. like, "Okay." Yeah, it's definitely different, uh, decently substantially from the the musical. Uh, it's not too different, but there are some different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched it to. Um, uh, study the person who played Edna the first time, which was Divine, I believe. Yes. yes I yeah. Think, I think she played it the first time. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right. Since we already talked a little bit about Edna, we'll start with her. So, as you said, the fat suit. I also have a problem yes, with that. Yeah. I do appreciate that he wanted her character to be more, like, sensual, though, and not just, like, a frumpy housewife. Yes, for sure. Like, Edna was girthy, but she was more, especially in his vision, I think, was more curvy mm-hmm. instead of, like, yeah. you know. Didn't Divine just wear, like, straight, like, gowns pretty and stuff? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much in the movie. That's yeah. All. And I feel like Travolta's Edna has, like, more form-fitting yeah. things. Yeah, 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 for sure. Especially after Welcome to the 60s, mm-hmm. the transformation there. Um, but even the house dresses are even a little... A little bit smaller to show off some of the curves of Edna. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate him not just being like, she's just like one dimensional. I feel yes. like he added more to her, even though it was a fat suit. Yeah. Um, also, the voice he does for her cracks me. The Baltimore accent is. Have you seen the TikToks? Iconic. Oh, oh the guy that like. Braised. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love those. That was definitely one of the things that I took from. His performance with the Baltimore accent because mm-hmm. uh, I, I just love it. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's so good and it's very funny. Mm-hmm. I actually found out that it took five hours for him to get into the drag and which I feel like with everything involved it's actually not that no. long. No, with the fat suit and everything that's not terrible. No, but then they said once it was on like they went through his scenes because it was so hot in it that, like, he couldn't stand it. Yeah, they, I watched a documentary, and they apparently made, like, this form out of mesh that, like, they put the prosthetics over, and they would put, a like, a hair dryer under it, mm. under the mesh to, like, dry out the prosthetics yes. and the stuff he wore. Yeah. And then I also found out when I was doing research that apparently 
Robin Williams, Steve Martin, and Tom Hanks were possibly going to play Edna. Hmm. Which I cannot see Tom Hanks as Edna at all. Tom Hanks for sure not. <laughs> no, Robin Williams played Mrs. Doubtfire. So right. that's so like that's maybe. Yeah. Right. But uh that's and then Steve Martin. I don't know if I can see Steve Martin. I, I love mean, Steve Martin. I also love Steve Martin. But I don't think that maybe besides Robin Williams, I don't know that they're that they could bring a certain feminine femininity. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Also, side note, none of these people are fat. Yes. <laughs> none of also them are fat. True. Also very <laughs> So true. they really weren't looking for bigger people. They were looking for stars. I like that Nina West is playing her in the tour. Yes. Nina West yeah. is good cuz she's not skinny. I mean, I wouldn't. She's not like super big, but she's a man. Yes, a tall a man. A tall, yeah, a tall man for sure. So. I saw the tour. Uh, oh, I it, wanted to see it. It was like some off chance. Nancy Keener texted me and was like, "Hey, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." I yes, I do actually. And we were like two rows away from the stage. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go, but I couldn't find anyone. Who wanted to go after we did Hairspray because it was so close to after True. doing it. And everyone was like, I don't want to listen to that <laughs> musical um, for the rest of my life. And oh, I was like, it's so different experience, though, because okay. like everybody gives their all when you see it on the tour. And it's a whole different, not a whole different show, but like sitting and watching it with people who are dedicated in every single second on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, it's awesome. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, next we'll move on to Tracy herself, who, as we said, was played by Nikki Blonsky. I, what are your thoughts on Nikki as Tracy or just Tracy in general? Um, Nikki as Tracy, I think she's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's anything that like she could have changed with her performance to make it better. Um, I thought she, you know, especially for her first time doing any acting. Yeah, like, being on a movie set at all. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she was, especially with all the stars that were lined up next to her, like, she definitely stood out and packed that punch that uh, Tracy needed. I think Tracy's a good character. Um, I think that, I don't know, it's just like that one thing in the show that's like, the the writers try to make it really not seem that way, but like, the white savior thing mm-hmm. is definitely like a, yeah. a thing. Uh, her lines don't imply it, and Mm-mm. they try to keep it very like I'm doing this because, you know, like, it's the right thing to do, and I don't want the credit for what I do. Yeah. It's still there. Isn't it more White Savior in the Broadway version? I don't know why I feel like I'm remembering some lines that were like, we. Uh, maybe. I can't remember exactly the lines, but I feel like I was like. Maybe? Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably, especially, <laughs> yeah, it being maybe just a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think in in the movie, Amber and uh, her mom, uh, Amber and Velma, like don't turn good, but in the Broadway show they do. I'm so glad that they don't in the movie. Yes, I hate in the Broadway the right show. Choice. It's like they are one second they're you know racist and bigoted and horrible and then they sing a little line and they're like just kidding it's like it's okay now it's, it's all totally gone fine. let's yeah. forget that I, I was absolutely awful to these children and yes. people yeah i i hate that i hated that so much it's definitely the worst part of the musical yeah for sure but amber does kind of 
stand off to the side in the movie and it's kind of looking like maybe this isn't so bad i don't mind that true yeah it's not as like um fake yeah yeah and i mean it's also like she's now finally making her own choices instead of her mother she's like maybe my mom's wrong yeah yeah which she is wrong wrong. yeah yeah. absolutely so with my thoughts with Tracy, I love her. I, obviously, she's been a dream role of mine, but I think that she's been a dream role because that's like the bat role for yes, women for sure. on Broadway, which does suck. Um, also, but she's supposed to be short. Nikki Blonsky's four ten, and I'm I'm five ten. I'm a whole foot taller than her. Wow. And You're so, so right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Because I don't know if you remember Julia Sullivan. I don't know if you. She was like she's a great actress. Mm -hmm. Um, she was in like one of the final callbacks to be Tracy on a national tour. Okay, and they put her next to the link, and she was tall, and they were like, "Yeah, sorry, you're out." And it was like find a taller link. Yeah, no, find a taller guy. Like, come on. I'll just pull um, what's uh Lord Farquaad and just be yes, do it. (laughs) So you can't tell. But, I mean, Thomas, how tall is Thomas? Uh, I don't know. He's a little taller than me. He's probably like He's at least six. six one, yeah. Maybe. Six so, or six one. So, and I know that Mia Shannon, who played our Tracy, yeah. for DLO, was kind of shorter, but not super short. I was like, she was a bit shorter, but not like crazy short. No, I think she's a little, like a few inches shorter than me. Yeah. I, yeah. That's it. I think she wore flats the whole show. <laughs> But I'm like, so. so we have to be short and fat. Yeah, like, short and stout. Like, I, I'm i not short. So that, yeah. So that would not, probably not work. Maybe in local they theater. Find a taller guy. Yeah. Fine. Just find taller guys. Yeah. Seriously. Right. Next, we have Motormouth, who I love. I love Miss Motormouth. I think she's probably my favorite out of the three of them. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? Uh, on the movie? Yeah, on the or, movie version of her and the Broadway. I don't... The movie version, I'm not... Okay, first of all, Queen Latifah kills yeah. it. She just does. Nothing bad she's to say about amazing. her. amazing. Um, I don't know that she's... Um, she's more... Def, she's definitely in the like more curvy department instead of like heavier. Yeah. Which, you know, they were going for with that movie, mm-hmm. obviously. Um... But she was definitely, like, she's tall and she's, you know, bigger. Um, yeah. She'd probably be considered more, like, mid-size. Yeah. Which is a broad term. It's hard to, like, yes, pin down. it's for sure a broad term. Um, but, no, she kills it. Motormouth Mabel as a character is just, mm-hmm. like... Amazing. Amazing. I love her. She's... Besides Edna, I think she's, like, the... But even Edna, like... She's the mother of all mothers, is mm-hmm. who Motormouth Mabel is. I feel like she even is like a mom to Edna. Yeah, she's yeah, like, for sure. Hey, be fat. It's yeah, okay. She's like, come <laughs> on, girl, like, get that confidence up. Yes. I do agree that Queen Latifah is not like super heavy set, but I think she's what I called, and I talked about this in the first episode industry fat, which mm. is like anyone like a size eight or lower. True. I mean, that's or a good, above. Above, yeah, yeah, that's a good term. I'm going to talk about movies on here where people were like, they're fat. I think when this one, before this one comes out, the episode before, I'm going to talk about Carmen from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, 
I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It's uh, very much a chick flick. I have not. But. <laughs> but she is just, she's uh, Hispanic and she has a little bit of curve to her. Like she has boobs and a butt. And True. they made her like, she's the biggest person ever. Oh my gosh, she can't fit into her stepmom's bridesmaid's dress that she picked out for her. It's the whole True. thing. And so, yeah, that's definitely a problem. But I don't mind Queen Latifah playing. No. Her mouth. And I mean, yeah. I think Jennifer Hudson's kind of in the same boat. With the live version. Yes. I, when I saw it on tour, the motor mouth was pretty skinny. Oh, she was? was kind of, yeah. I was going to ask I think you. It was, I think it was the understudy. I think mm. I saw an understudy. I could be wrong. Still, you should have a skinny understudy. Pretty, yeah. She was pretty skinny. Is, although, is motor mouth? I, no, yeah. She is characterized as being big. Because I mean, literally your song's oh, Big, yeah. Blonde, and Beautiful. Which is what I named the podcast after. Yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, so she is supposed to be bigger. So you I shouldn't have so. a skinny or understudy. You should have you should, people. Yeah, you should try to find the right body type. Because there there have to be plenty of people out there. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it's not like it's impossible to find someone. There are so many talented people who don't fit into, like, what pe- what the industry thinks they should look like. And are super talented. Which is so annoying. Yes. It's so annoying. Yes, agreed. Kind of talked on, I had a point here, thoughts on fat, rep- oh no, we didn't. Thoughts on fat representation on Broadway. We did kind of mention it with Tracy. We mentioned it with Tracy. I feel like guy roles, there are more. I also think there are more guy roles, especially that like, I think there are more guy roles where it's okay, it's, it's super okay to like have someone bigger play the role. Mm-hmm. But like, for women on Broadway, it's like, this role has to be skinny. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not said that the character's fat, then they need to be skinny. They need to be skinny. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's <laughs> it's a more broad spectrum for them yeah. to be able to play bigger roles that are traditionally played by skinny guys. Because I think like Beetlejuice could be skinny or fat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Beetlejuice could be whatever. You just played Horton. Yes. The elephant. So yeah. obviously, I feel like that character should be bigger. Horton should should be bigger. Yeah. Uh, I think. The, Has there ever been a skinny Horton? I'm sure yes. maybe in local productions. In high school, it's like all of the time. Oh, no. All of the time, it's a skinny white kid. And I'm like, okay. That's not... Mm-hmm. Also, Quasimodo. In, Quasimodo. In the video I've seen on YouTube, he's a skinnier guy. But yeah. you played him, and I also see him as being bigger. And in the animated. Isn't he? In the, man, in the, in the animated, I mean, he's got a smaller lower body but he's like got some pretty broad shoulders yeah i mean the argument for being quasimodo being able to be bigger was not i mean he wasn't fed much but like he's ringing a bell mm-hmm. like a, a big like he's you know yeah he needs to be able to ring the bell without being like flown away by it that's supposed to be the super heavy bunch of bells so yeah and so, with women, I think of Tracy, and there's Effie in Dreamgirls. True. Um, what's her name in, uh, oh, I can't remember her name right now. Um, Martha. Oh, yeah, in Heathers. In Heathers. Yeah, Martha, Martha Dunstock. Dunstock. Yeah, I, I got a call back for her when, I don't, I always forget the new name of them, Dark Horse. Carter, Carter there you go. That uh, one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm like, y'all should have just kept the name because now place, I'm just like stuck with that. But I got a call back for her and I didn't get it. But 
I, I it sucks though because she's like supposed to be the only fat one, and I want to play a Heather or yeah, Veronica, right. and I feel like I can't. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's also a big problem. Yeah, I was gonna say like not being able to be a Heather because we've a never really seen a bigger Heather, and they have to be like the icon of beauty in the high school. So like. Society yeah. like doesn't think bigger people are, you know. Yeah, beautiful or yeah. yeah. Um, I think the only one who like could maybe be played off as bigger, and by bigger I mean like midsize, is Heather Duke. There's like a whole storyline where she kind of has bulimia and is sensitive oh, about so her right. appearance. So, but still. But uh, even yeah, I was gonna say. Even then still. it's perpetuating that she's trying to like make herself skinnier and all this other crap so yeah other than those ones i literally can't think of any others i was like motor mouth tracy yeah, motor mouth, martha tracy martha and effie from dream girls that's it yeah i mean that are written for bigger people yeah than any, at, at, at mm-hmm. least. Uh, i do appreciate what six the musical is doing i don't know much about that show so i went and doing? saw it period they're like any body type any gender anyone can play any oh, of these period. roles that's awesome so i really appreciate it that is lovely. and the music's great highly recommend it if you haven't listened to it i, I do recommend seeing honestly like it's so good to listen to. it's about the six wives of henry the eighth if you didn't know uh I, I think someone told me that one time yeah but. i used to be obsessed with henry the eighth Really? Like I used to, as a child, go on YouTube and watch like documentaries on Oh my God, Six Wives and everything. Dark. I don't know why. I was probably like ten or twelve. Oh my gosh! And I decided that's what I'm gonna spend my time doing. That's it. That's the one. All right. So, any least favorite moments from the movie? I know we both love the movie, so. Um. The. This is what I loved about the original movie. Um, I watched the ori- I watched them back to back. In the musical movie, when the black people are protesting, like you know the two four six A being mm-hmm. on TV, that thing. Um, like we see the police get a little rough with them, and then like that's it. Oh, yeah. Like, Tracy hits a cop on the head, and then she runs away, and, like, that's all we see of the whole thing. Uh And we see, like, the black people banding together to, like, stop the cop from getting to her or something. But, like, in the original movie, like, I was stunned because it looked like it was crazy. Like, I don't want to, I don't want it to seem like I'm exaggerating, but it literally was, like, watching the, the, like, protests gone wrong mm-hmm. like it looked like someone put that from like 2020 put it in black and white and shut it on the screen which like, is sad that that's yeah still going it's on. horrible i think that's better though because there's no way when they like linked arms to stop him from getting her that they wouldn't have like gotten their bats out yeah, and started no, like they would have it would have been beat bad. the crap out of them back yeah. in that day and and now it just shows even. very little of like, it it shows very little of, like, the struggle of being black in the 60s. Yeah, other than just we want to dance on TV like everyone else. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of other things going on. 
that not that that's not important because obviously as this podcast shows representation is very important but um it just is like, we just want to be on TV and dance yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it just shows very little of that struggle. <laughs> and you're like, hmm, okay, maybe other things. <laughs> and then, um, I so I put them, my least favorite moment, I cringe every time, is the detention where she spanks her oh butt. Gosh, I don't know I why, know. I've always, it's not a bad part, like, it's not a bad moment. I just get secondhand embarrassment. I'm like, if I did that and Zac Efron walked up behind me, I would die. <laughs> That was so right. I would just like curl up on a ball and die. I mean, it's I. It's good that she was like feeling herself. Yeah. But I definitely get what you mean, though. It's like I just can't want to. Oh, child. I'm like, oh. It's like you chose that. Yeah. I mean, okay. Else, anything else? But yeah. And um. All right. So going off of that, favorite moments. Um. I think probably every time we see Edmund. Yes, they're so cute. It's so, it is so, they're so cute. And Christopher Walken does a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's perfect in that movie and as a villain. Uh, same with, who played him in the live version? Oh, uh, like, Martin oh, Short. Martin Short, oh my gosh. I he love Martin Short. absolutely perfect. Um, I love Edna and Wilbur's relationship. I think it's perfect in like, I would not change anything about it. Mm-hmm. I love all the notifications going off over. Yes. Um, but yeah, I also, you and Laramie during your show. It was so good. I loved watching your guys's. What's the song called? Uh, Timeless. Yes. Yeah. Every night I was like, I have to be in the wings so that I can see this. It was definitely a fake moment. There was one night where uh, I. I think it was Sunday of the show, but like we did the scene before that and Edna talks about like the, like I had a dream once and I wanted to design my own clothes and like make pattern, McCall's patterns for people who are plus size. Mm -hmm. And like, there was one night I like felt it and I started bawling on stage because of it. And like Laramie just naturally, like during the song, when he started singing, he like wiped my tears away, Aww. and I was like, "Oh, like it was, it was That's so cute. It was a perfect duo." I Didn't loved. someone walk out during your performance one night? I thought I heard. Did they? Thought, if they did, I didn't know about it. Okay. No someone else might have told me. It might be, or it might just be. be true, a, I was just say I wouldn't be surprised. In Danville, if you're listening to this in Danville. Do better. Do Just better. saying. It'll do better. Just saying. Um, I put that one of my favorite moments. It's not. Um, it's Penny when she says, "I am now a checkerboard chick," and then she kisses seaweed. I I love that part. And um, James Marsden. It's very handsome. Yes, I do agree. <laughs> yeah, and very... yeah, I just love that so overall would you rate it as a positive fat res- representation or negative specifically the 2007 movie uh, i don't know because there is fat representation but like some of it's fake mm, yeah like some of it's not and not that skinny people can't or physically, you know, 
normal people, I guess, like, can't understand the, like, the pain that is, like, being a bigger person. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they can't understand that, but, like, I don't know. I feel like you... I don't think they can. I don't think they can relate that way. I mean, you can have pain in other ways from other things and yeah. bring it to it. But I don't think unless you've been fat and then like lost a bunch of weight and you're skinny now, True. I guess I don't think you should be playing. True. I mean, yeah. Because like, it was being a costumer and making dresses and like costumes for myself. Like when Edna was like, I wanted to make McCall's Patterns which is, like, a company that makes, like, costume and dress patterns and stuff like that, like, making McCall's patterns for plus-size people, I was like, I understood the hell out of that, Mm -hmm. because there aren't that many plus-size patterns out there, like, I usually have to end up modifying one I find, or something similar of that, but, yeah, I was, I mean, I get, and I don't think if you're, even if you are a skinny person who does costuming, don't think you can understand that pain that is like going to a Joann's and not being able to find a pattern in your size. Yeah. And I've, I've heard on the, um, more than Tracy Turnblad, cause she talks about like, uh, being fat in the industry and like she does different aspects and she had a costumer on and she's like, I always make sure that those people like feel seen. Cause a lot of the times even directors are like, we need you to, like, fit the costume, not the costume to fit you. Yeah. Which is so stupid. Yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I'm like, if I like how you look in it, but you don't feel comfortable, like, it's out. Like, it's gone. I'm finding something else. I had that, I don't want to say on here, because people might be watching, but I definitely had that experience with the director, and I was like, I'm falling out of this dress, and I do not feel comfortable, and that never got changed. And I had to bow in it. So everybody oh, no. saw everything. And I was like... Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Normally this person's really good. But True. I was like... Yeah, it's... But everything is out right now. Hmm. Yeah, it is hard though. Because they were also... I've also had two times where I had to match with a skinny person what we were wearing. Which is super difficult. That is super hard. One was in high school and one was for DLO. True. And... Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, we did it, but it was hard. It was not easy at all. Yeah, that's like why, like, the Welcome to the 60 Dresses, I like scratch both those bitches because, well, A, the style is super specific, but Mm -hmm. like, also like finding two dresses that look good on both people and match in style and color is like, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Even finding costumes for myself, like. I had to make overalls for Horton. I had to make my pants overalls for Horton because I couldn't mm-hmm. find overalls that were less than like a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's that another thing. Expensive. Expensive. Seriously. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's like if you're fat, you better have a lot of money because yeah, that's the yeah. only way you're gonna look good in anything. It's crazy because like it's <laughs> it's cheaper to be fat than in America than it is to be healthier and skinnier. Yeah. Like, it's easier and cheaper to go to McDonald's and buy for your family than it is to, like, go to the grocery store and find healthier options. Yeah, for yourself. Just yourself. Right, just yourself. And then they'll be like, but you're paying all this money for your clothing. Yeah. And also, how dare you be fat? Yeah. Yeah. 
You're like yeah. gross and you don't do anything. All you just sit around like this. And I'm like, I I keep reiterating, like, fat does not mean ugly, and fat fat doesn't mean lazy. Seriously. And there though. are there, and fat doesn't mean unhealthy. Yes. Because like I have PCOS, Period. and so I can't help that. And it it has insulin resistance, and it affects the way I retain weight and I lose weight. And I'm like, I used to be like so active when I was younger. I played basketball, I played volleyball, I did track one year. True. I never was skinny, True. not once. So yeah. Anyway, rant <laughs> rant over. I'd say overall, I think it's more positive. Um, there can definitely be better. I'm hoping for better. It, def- it definitely doesn't shine like a negative light. No, so. I don't think so. I definitely wish that Edna would have been played by a fat person, even though John Travolta freaking kills it. Right. But other than that, I think it's I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. All right. Obviously, whatever. So. Yeah, <laughs> we're theater <laughs> nerds. <laughs> Um, I think you and I, out of all of our friends, are the most theater obsessed. Probably, we know the most. That's probably a pretty good uh, assessment. Yeah. Assessment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug before I do our I outro? Plug. Oh, yeah, Mister Santa Jerry and all this stuff. <laughs> um. Are you in anything right now? No. <laughs> I don't plan to be in anything for like a while actually mm. I don't plan to do any of like the upcoming DLO shows I mean I'm directing oh yeah one. a Christmas I'm story a Christmas story if you're in Danville see the Christmas story yeah, if you're in Danville or Danville areas the weekend before Thanksgiving like mark it on your calendars oh yeah um it'll put you in the holiday spirit um the no I mean yeah uh I do Santa around the holiday time. Um, part of why I don't mind being a bigger person. I definitely <laughs> fill out the suit. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of fun. My Instagram is uh, Santa of Danville, I think. Um, you can check really quick. I was like, I guess I can check. Because I'll just slice stuff. Oh, true. <laughs> I don't post much on Instagram, but I'm going to start. Uh, I usually do it around the yeah um yeah so santa underscore of underscore danville and then my facebook is santa jerry for hire um you can message me on either thing if you need a santa for any event i'm also downtown usually uh usually every saturday times vary a little bit but it's usually morning to afternoon um and i'm usually in the is it at the temple plaza is yeah, that where you're temple at temple plaza gotcha. in the little santa house I mean, I guess that's it, because I'm not in anything. <laughs> so. All right. Well, um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did, please rate us five stars and follow and just share it, because I want this to reach a lot of people. Also, follow us on Instagram at bbb.podcast and bbb.thepodcast on TikTok. And I'll see you all next week. Until then, stay fat and fabulous. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>